another episode of the goddess complex i'm ashley michelle your host and it's monday and on mondays we read tarot how has your october been i hope it's been everything you wanted and more we are officially into the second to last week of october my goodness what a whirlwind it's been I think I am most looking forward, oh God, Mm. I think I'm most looking forward to Jupiter going back into Pisces um, next week. I'm really looking forward to that. Ironically speaking, Jupiter goes back into Pisces plus or minus a day around the same time that we have our solar eclipse in Scorpio next week. And the astrological weather for October has just been you know, wild. I'm sure you've been feeling it, uh, especially if you're a person with a lot of water in your chart. Black Moon Lilith is finally making her way off of my goddamn Chiron. It's about time. She's been hanging out in Cancer for quite a while now, and my Chiron is in Cancer. It's generational, so a lot of your Chirons are in Cancer. I guess I shouldn't say it's generational. I should say there's a big chunk of us with Chiron and Cancer, and the difference is the house placement. My Chiron is in Cancer 1. All you astrologers out there are probably reading me to filth right now. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Chiron conjunct Jupiter and Cancer 1. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, so Black Moon Lilith has been in Cancer, so collectively that has been lots of like feelings of empathy almost. So if you're an empath or if you're a really sensitive, emotional creature, it's like the littlest things trigger you in a way that brings about like emotion, sadness, fear, frustration, all of that, right? Um, I've been going through a lot of shadow work. I I don't want to say dark night of the soul. I'll just say shadow work through my relationship. Um, I've done our astrology, but it's just it's insane how much of, uh, he is a, a karmic mate of some sort. Uh, the amount of shadow work and, and upgrades we've been doing on each other has just really caught me by surprise and taken me aback. And he's by no means into this world, by the way. Like he, if I were to tell him what I'm telling you all, he'd be like, bitch, what the hell are you talking about, girl? <laughs> like, I just know it. Because I'm an intuitive, you know, um, and I bring that up because he's so Scorpio dominant and I have a lot of water in my chart and we are dealing with so much water and working with so much water. We're about to enter Scorpio season this week. So, you know, here comes the water, you know, the water energy. Black Moon Lilith is still very much in cancer. She's just finally getting off of my Chiron. And then we're going to be having this, this solar eclipse in Scorpio. I'm actually meeting with my light workers inside the academy for this solar eclipse. I cannot wait. I just put a poll inside the academy um, about what we want to talk about. Do you want to do ritual and healing? Do you want to do astrological correspondences? All of that stuff. The Light Workers Academy is open for enrollment right now, uh, only for about two more days. So if you hop on now, you can get in on our 
lunar lessons, our full moon meetups, our times where we come together and, and work with each other and understand, overstand spirituality and all its many layers and how to implement this soul work that we eat up, right? You know, if you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you listen to a bunch of other spiritual podcasts and things of that nature, but are you applying what you're learning and what you're taking in? Or is that where you struggle? And what about retaining some of this information? The best way to retain it is to apply it consistently, right? Discipline and consistency, what I've been talking about for most of Libra season. And um, I'm going to be continuing to talk about this discipline and consistency. Interesting enough, I decided to talk about this topic during Libra season, um, the sign of balance. I just put that together. But anyways, um, so the link is in the show notes if you want to learn more about the Academy and if you're ready to sign up and take a deep dive with me. If you love this podcast, which is free, can you imagine my paid shit, babe? It's a vibe. This week on The Goddess Complex, we have a very special guest on the this week's full episode on Thursday. I cannot wait for you to listen to what this beautiful being is dropping on us. I'm not going to tell you who they are. I'm not going to tell you who they be, where they are, what part of the world they're in, what they do. You got to wait for it, baby. You got to wait for it on Thursday. So make sure you're following the podcast. You have that alert bell on so you know when new episodes are uploaded. And get ready for this juicy, juicy tea we have dropping on uh, this Thursday, the 20th of October. Awesome. Let's read some cards. So I have a special treat for you today. I'm just the gift that just keeps on giving, right, babe? Um, I'm using my layered deck. In last week's episode, we talked about tarot tips, and I totally forgot about this tip, which is fantastic. Using two decks when you're working with clients. So obviously, one deck is 78 cards, but when you use two decks and you pull the Queen of Swords twice, well, you know we got some Queen of Swords energy going on. You know what I mean? It, it's that extra level of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Validation when you're reading for yourself or for others. So I am working with my layer deck today. It's what called to be worked with today. So that's what we're doing. My deck is the modern witch tarot and this might hurt tarot together. And the backs actually look really, really pretty together. One on top of the, the other, the baby blue and the black, super pretty. Okay. So as always, wherever you are, just take a beat, take a moment. If you can close your eyes, whatever we pull today, we're meant to get, take what you want and leave the rest. And I hope today's messages come to whoever needs to hear them and you get what you came here for. Today, we're going to pull a six card just because we're doing a layered deck, and I feel called to do that. This is quite the interesting spread that we got here. The good old Five of Pentacles is a gift that just keeps on giving. We're actually going to be doing seven. This guy wanted to come out. Um, the Fool is coming in upside down to start us off, and the Nine of Wands is coming in upside down to end us off for this week. What an interesting spread. Now, the Fool upside down is sitting next to the tower right side up. We can't be afraid to literally embrace change. That's the image that just came into my head, to give change a huge hug and to recognize that a closed mouth don't get fed, says the Five of Pentacles 
um, coming in right after the tower. This energy about needing to go and grab what we want, what we deserve, what we desire, and to not really worry about judgment, what other people think of us, what's considered right, what's considered wrong, all of that, and to not really worry about that. So a closed mouth don't get fed, says the five of pentacles. Okay, and that is to say we can't be afraid to go grab, to go and get, to take whatever it is that we want and deserve and desire and not worry about the outcome is the word that's coming through. Again, if that lands for you, let it land. If it doesn't, let it pass. But that's the word that came through without worrying about the outcome. Another thing I'm going to say to back that up is we have our four of pentacles coming in upside down right after our five of pentacles. And so the four of pentacles upside down is about hanging on to things too tightly because we're afraid somebody's going to take them from us right? We've worked so hard to get where we want to go. We've worked so hard to get there and I'll be damned if somebody takes it from me. So I'm just not going to move. I'm not going to let it breathe. I'm not going to let it grow. I'm going to stay right here like cement, right? The image that just came through was playing possum. For those of you who may be not from the U.S. listening or don't know what I'm talking about, um, playing dead playing possum, like, if I don't move, they won't see me. That's the image that's coming through when I'm looking at the four of pentacles upside down and somebody just hanging on to their stuff, right? This goes right back to the fool coming in upside down that we started off with. We can't be afraid to make a move. That's what I'm going to say. We cannot be afraid to make a move. What do you deserve? What do you desire? And are you making steady, consistent steps to get there? Is it building your business? Is it being more visible online? Is it finally losing the weight? Is it calling in the partner? Is it buying a house? Is it getting a divorce? Is it having a baby? Is it getting more steady and structured into your spiritual practice? Is it opening up your channel, right? Oftentimes we think about it would be nice to have fill in the blank or eventually I'll get full fill in the blank. But what are we actually doing to make steady moves to get there? Or are we sitting in a pocket of fear, worry, fear, and doubt? Because we're afraid that if we make a move, we may just lose everything that we've worked for. It's time to think a new thought, says the Ace of Swords coming in directly after the Four of Pentacles. Directly after this Four of Pentacles upside down, directly after this energy about hanging on way too tightly to everything that we've worked hard for and not making a move, spirit comes in hard with the Ace of Swords right side up. And guess who comes in after that, babe? The Death card. The Death card. It's time for us to think a new thought. And how potent, how beautiful that we're receiving the spiritual tea the week before the solar eclipse, the same week that we enter into Scorpio season, this energy about death and rebirth and regeneration, this energy about making something new again, what's old and recreating it into something new, this energy about power. The Scorpio loves power. And the Scorpio also loves control. When I look at the fool upside down, I see somebody who wants to keep control because the fool upside down is afraid to make the move. They're afraid to do something crazy. They're afraid to do something daring. They're just afraid. They're not here for all that noise. They want to stay with what they have because that's what they know. So they're living inside of, you know, the ego matrix, if you will. 
So we're dealing with these different vibrations of scorpionic energy as we move swiftly in a Scorpio season this week. You know, again, speaking directly to my folks who have heavy water placements, let's prepare for this eclipse in a way that makes us feel good. And let's not meet this, this intense energy, this eclipse energy that's happening on the Scorpio Taurus axis with worry, fear, doubt, and judgment is the word that's coming through. Okay. And that's at, in, the word judgment is coming through for you, not for anybody in your camp. It's coming through because you're the one placing judgment upon yourself. That's why. Just to clarify that. Our nine of wands coming in upside down. Who do you protect? What do you protect? What do you want to protect? What's sovereign to you is the word that just came through. When we are the fool upside down and we don't want to make a move because we want to stay in our places of comfortability, that does not mean that our places of comfortability are sovereign. These are two different things. These are two different ideas, two different themes that I'm talking about. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're sovereign. It means that they're safe. What's sovereign to you? What do you choose to protect as we move into the second to last sign of the year? Not the astrological year, but the calendar year. The earth is getting ready to go to sleep. Everything is moving just a bit slower. We have time. You have time to dissect what is sovereign to you. You have time to take a look and think, what is safe to me? How am I playing a safe game? You shouldn't be, by the way. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm i sorry if you disagree with that or if you feel triggered. You shouldn't be. The only way to reach your level of excellence, your level of greatness, is to take a fucking chance. Period. I don't know who needed that. That just came through as a download. There you go. Take a chance. In every way, shape, sense of the word. Do something crazy. Do something daring. Get out of your comfort zone. Step out of the box. Be visible. That is literally the only way that you are going to reach your level of excellence. By the way, your excellence is infinite. It's infinite, babe. But the only way that you will recognize that is by making slow and steady strides to get there and creating consistency around that which you hold sovereign. Mic drop, done. I'm leaving you guys with that right there. It's done. As usual. The cards will be on my Instagram story. Share the episode if you found anything inside of this tea potent juicy. If you felt triggered, if you didn't like it, share it as well. Tell a friend. Tag me on the gram, Starseed Shadows. Sign up for the Lightworks Academy. I love you guys, and I will see you later this week. Ciao, ciao for now.